And I'm back, everybody. That's right. It's your favorite homegirl, Eve Reed, and I'm back with another episode of Reality Radio. Um, y'all can help me out. I need to come up with a title other than just saying Reality Radio because uh, I feel like I need a title for some of these episodes, like a, like a regular title, and then I can caption it later, but I don't know. But y'all let me know. Y'all leave me a message and let me know what you think. Also, make sure y'all follow me on Halanis. Halanis uh, is a new social site. It's like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, LinkedIn, uh, your own e-commerce store. Like all of it wrapped up into one. So make sure y'all follow me there. And follow me on TikTok because I be acting a plum fool on TikTok. Like I have so much fun on TikTok. It's such a stress reliever. And I got a little TikTok family now. So, I like it. It's cool. Uh, if you want to follow me on Halanis, which I hope you do, uh, my username is at E-R-E-E-D is in David. And then if you follow me on TikTok, it's my username is at I-M-E-R-E-E-D. So, just type in E-R-E-E-D and I'm going to pop up. Oh, yeah. And then on Halanis, like, I don't know if y'all know, I'm an author. Like, I'm a published author. So, I write a lot of blog articles. And um, you guys are more than welcome. I invite you to read my articles because writing is a passion. It's a natural talent of mine. Uh, and I just, I find Halanis to be a safe place for me to write what I love to write about or what I want to write about or what I need to write about without apologies or hesitations or, uh, let's say, or the, the, the pressure of having to be perfect there I said it um because yes I'm a perfectionist it's a it's a it's it's a gift and a curse or a gift and a challenge as I like to say I don't really like to say curse I like to say challenge it's a gift and a challenge to be able to do certain things that I'm able to do so anyway this episode right the topic I want to talk about is about communication and I know communication is a very, very broad topic and there's different levels to communication or different categories or subcategories of communication we could discuss. However, in this episode, I just I want to share a story with you and go from there. OK, so I had an experience yesterday where I wasted I feel like I wasted like six to eight hours of my life. In communication with someone via email and it was super exhausting because I, I pride my not pride myself but I take I take joy and I feel a I feel a sense of accomplishment because I feel like I am very good and I've gotten very well at being able to communicate especially in the writing form in speaking to someone so that there's no misunderstanding, there's no way to respond to an undertone or an overtone. I feel like I'm I'm too I have I I have put myself or have been able to evolve myself on a level of communication to where you don't have to second guess what I'm saying. You don't have to assume what I'm saying. You don't have to overthink or underthink what I'm saying. Just receive exactly what I'm saying. And so in other words, 
for in in the shorter term, I'm very direct. All right. And so in all of my questioning and conversations with this other person, I was very, very direct. And in talking to this person and being as direct as I am, they just they were not they still were very vague in the way that they were responding, which takes more time. Do you know how much time it takes when someone when you're direct with someone and the way they respond to you is in a vague manner? Like, what are you talking about? Why are you not answering the question that I specifically asked you? Why are you talking about something that has that might be related, but it's not what I'm talking about? That is so exhausting, y'all. It's, it's just exhausting. And then I find myself being in a place where now I have to not only think for myself and make sure that my tone and the in the way I I give the information and want them to perceive what I'm saying without having an undertone or an overtone. Now I feel like I have to think for them and anticipate what they might think based on how they've already been responding to me. So in this story, I'm writing I'm I receive an email from some from this person, from this lady, and then I'm responding back to her. And I asked her a very specific request if she could just look into her records and see if it has something to do with my bank account information versus it just being her saying that I don't have the money. Okay? Because I'm not one of those type of people where I'm that irresponsible in today's age and me being the age that I am because I'm 37, y'all. There's no way that I would go out of my way and purposely try to spend money that I know for a fact is not in my bank account. Like, I'm not even, I can't do that. You know what I mean? So, with that being said, I'm asking her to just check, make sure that it doesn't have anything to do with the routing information. Because sometimes, depending on the system that is accepting my information, it might not accept the routing information, which has happened. And so I wanted her to check that. So we go through this back and forth where now she wants me to prove that there's a logo on my card and prove that um, I, I actually do have a checking account and all of this. So I'm sending her all of this proof. Of course, I'm scratch, I'm blacking out you know, the specific numbers and stuff, because I don't know this woman like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, she might be a vital part in the role that she's playing right now, but I don't know her like that. And so I send her all of that. And then she's now saying, oh, well, I maybe you could call your bank and find out what's going on so that, because on our end, it's showing you have non-sufficient funds. I'm like, okay. So I call the bank get the representative uh they transfer me over to to a specialist because what's on my screen on my account it says funding reversal and on the merchant's account who I who who has been emailing me all morning yesterday she said it was showing non-sufficient funds the representative tells me on the phone okay from the bank that it shows that the money posted and they got their money 
So thankfully, the representative was willing to do a conference call. So I called the merchant and I said, you know, made the introduction or whatever and and um and and did the whole uh the moderate the moderating thing and the representative tells the merchant that but you got the money. The money that is in our system that she approved of, the two transactions, shows that the money posted and you have the money. Well, she's saying that it's not there. It was returned. It says it's non-sufficient. This is the merchant now, y'all. She's saying it's non-sufficient. And then she goes on to say, and and then she goes on to say that um the extra the other $141 did uh shows here that it went through on the uh, it tried to process on the 11th and it came back today and so now the representative is going to go through the motions to do a dispute case all right so this woman's extra working extra hard i've been dealing with this it's now been going on for maybe like five or six hours at this point okay that we have been discussing this whole thing and i'm gonna get my timing right because i don't want to over exaggerate so let's see she emailed me i think for the first email came in i think like at 9 30 no, no no actually i take that back the first email came at actually one something in the morning and then i got an email later in the day later in later that morning from her notifying me at you know an extra notification about the what was going on or whatever now it's very important that in this story you realize what i had said earlier that the merchant the the bank representative told the merchant that the two transactions that posted were that were approved by me they have the money the two transactions so after the merchant says something to the representative i interjected and i said there should only be two transactions from my account that i approved of to you there should not be a third because it's showing on my end that it was posted it's showing on the bank's end that it was posted but you're saying that you didn't get the money so now that we're on the phone, we've been going through all of this all day long. I'm exhausted. I'm emotionally tired. I'm just over it already because this woman wasted so much time because now she's telling me on the phone with the bank representative that there was a third transaction and the third transaction is what didn't go through. Y'all, I was done. Like, I was so, so done. I was so mad at that point. Like, I started boiling on the inside because I was like, I'd never approved a third transaction. I would never do that because I know the money isn't in that account. The money for the third transaction, which I haven't even approved yet because it's not even through that bank, hasn't I haven't approved it yet. So... Get off the phone with the merchant, with the conference call. Get off the phone with the bank representative. So, okay, so I have 
people in my life that I call when it comes to certain situations like this. When I know that I'm emotionally invested too much because I know myself. I know myself enough to know that when I need to put myself on an emotional timeout, I need to put myself on an emotional timeout, especially when I need to be very professional and I need to handle a certain a, a certain situation in a certain way. Okay, I try to be very tactful at all times when I need to be. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so, with that being said, this uh, I contacted my mother because my mother and I have a bond. You'll learn as you listen to me more and more on my podcast, or if you follow me on social media, you will know that my mom and I have a very special bond and relationship as mother and daughter. And I don't mean like two best friends, like she look at me as a best friend. And but I look at my mom like a best friend, yes. But my mom does not see me as a best friend. Okay. She didn't raise me like that. But we have a there's a there is a respect and a love there and uh there is a connection there that my mom and I have to where I can contact her and I can tell my mama, okay, mama, I need you to take your mama hat off and put your business hat on because there is some business I need to take care of and I need your professional side of you. And my mom is able to separate the two. Okay, so that being said, I call my mom. She's at work. And I say, are you busy? Because I need your assistance with something. And I... She says she's not busy. I give her the I give her the information. I give her the facts of what transpired. Okay. And when another thing you'll learn the more you listen to me is that when I'm telling the story, I give you facts. And based on those facts, you can create your own opinion. I'm not going to interject my opinion mixed in with the facts because then it gives a different it gives you a different scenario or it gives you a different storyline that may not necessarily be the case so it sets a different tone when it's a mixture of my emotions and my personal opinion and the facts i'm gonna always give you the facts first and then i might interject or say we'll put a pause or a pen or whatever so i give my mama the facts tell her what's going on and i said instead of calling this woman back because i did say i was gonna call her back i know that calling her in the in the state that i'm in emotionally with everything and how I'm mentally exhausted, I don't want to talk to this woman, okay? Because I can say the wrong thing in the wrong way, or I can say the right thing, but just in the wrong way or wrong tone, and it could, the house of cards could fall, okay? And I don't need that to happen because this woman plays a vital role in something, and right now I need her to play her role. So I got to be tactful in how I handle the situation, and tactful does not mean like walking on eggshells per se because you're scared or anything like that. But when there is a bigger picture or there's a bigger end game or a re bigger result that you're looking for, sometimes you need people to play that role and you need them to stay there and be content with that role so that you can get to the result that you're looking for. Okay, so. As I, I'm talking to my mom and my mom tells me to do this. My mom tells me to go ahead and just send her an email. Because at that point, I just decided to just email the woman and not call her. So, um, my mom is, is saying, just send her the email. 
and just read it back to me after you're done. So I'm on the phone with my mom and my mom's telling me about work stuff and then I'm typing the email and stuff like that. And I as I'm as I'm writing this email, I'm realizing that I have to just give her the basic information. No emotion, just basic information. So I give her I give the woman the basic information and send it to her. She contacts me back and emails me in such a nasty, like, nasty tone. Very condescending, very assumptuous, very just, like, like if she was in my face, she'd be chicken-necking and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And she would say it in a tone of voice that you say it to the wrong person on the wrong day and you might get decked in your mouth type of situation. <laughs> so <clears throat> excuse me y'all so i had to re i had to take that in as i'm reading it and then i have to fix myself to overthink now because i have to respond to this woman to where i need to let her know you're not gonna talk to me like that and but this is what it is this is the information and this is all i need you to do okay and so i did just that and I didn't say I didn't say anything as in attacking her because what I learned, what I realized, what I had to do was when you're dealing with people like that who are very passive aggressive and you're doing something and you're communicating on a level of nonverbal, it's all written. You have to um, you have to 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 what is the word I'm looking for? You got to kind of soothe they pride and soothe their ego. You got to kind of stroke their ego a little bit and make them feel good. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I can throw in a little bit of shade and I can read her and let her know, listen, you're not going to talk to me like that because that's not what you want to do. All right. And this is all I need you to do. And if you can do this, that would be great. And this is what I want. This is what I would prefer. This is what was not given to me in order to be able to make the decision that you're now asking me to make. And I never approved of a third transaction. It looks like that there was no meeting of the minds. And there was no meeting of the minds from your end nor mine. Because one thing I will say, like, there are... We've all been in situations where we we entrusted the organization or the person that we're dealing with to be to be very transparent and provide all the information needed to make the best decision for us or for you going forward, especially if it's a major life decision. I'm going to entrust that the merchant is going to give me all all the information okay because before money was even exchanged and there was even a monetary transaction okay there was emailing communication like four weeks prior to all of this or three weeks prior to all of this so there shouldn't have been any issues okay but we get all this confusion because she failed to communicate with me the payment schedule, the specific days that they were going to deduct payment, 
And she didn't go by her own words when she told me that I decide when I want the money taken out. She never said, she said, she said that I had, I can choose if I want the money taken out weekly, monthly, or bi-weekly. And she tells me in the email yesterday that she's the one who has the sole power to change it. But because I never came back to her, that that's my fault. So in my reply email, I made it very clear. Me being new and getting used to the, the customs of your organization. I, I was, I went in, I went in, I went along with, with entrusting that I was being provided with all the information beforehand so that I can make the best decisions. And then at right in, right after that, <coughs> excuse me, she emails me the actual payment schedule, dollar amounts, all of this. So I'm on the phone with my mama and I'm reading all the emails that the woman is sending in. And my mom and I are discussing it. And now my mom are thinking that we're wondering if this is how they be trying to nickel and dime people. Because you got to keep in mind when you have a, not a return check, you usually get charged a, a, a return fee from the merchant. And it, depending on what kind of checking uh, accounts you have, you can get charged overdraft fees. Well, thankfully, I don't have a checking. I don't. I'm not with a checking system that does overdraft fees, but I I know that I didn't approve of a third transaction for there to even be non-sufficient funds, so that there is a late payment charge and there's a non-return. Then there's a return check fee charge. I I there's there's no way. Okay, so. And when after she emails me the schedule, I reply back to her and I let her know very clearly. And this was the longest email that I had sent her. And this is what I told the woman. So I told the woman, look, um, it would have been great. Now, mind you, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. OK, but I, I told the woman, basically, it would have been great to receive this information weeks when we were first discussing uh us joining the organization it would have been great to have all of this information so that we would have been able to make better arrangements and i feel like if the information had been provided beforehand then all of this confusion would not have transpired would not have trans transpired today so because of this information not being provided, this is how we got to this place. I wanted to acknowledge that so that she doesn't, because she kept trying, because all morning she kept trying to say it was my fault. She kept trying to make it seem like I'm the one, I'm that kind of a parent, or I'm that kind of a woman, or I'm that kind of a person, or I'm that, just that kind of a person who doesn't have the money. Okay? And I'm not that type of, I'm not that irresponsible. Maybe in my 20s. If you would have caught me in my 20s doing something like, maybe. Maybe even in my late teens. You know what I mean? Maybe. But just out right now, I'm on, I'm 37 years old. No. No. And so I had to f just flat out tell her, like, um, so acknowledge that. And then I also acknowledge that, nor you did not come and tell, you did not. 
uh, follow up with me on when the on um, when I wanted the money withdrawn from the account, nor did I go to you. And then I conclu- I concluded that section of the email, that part of the the paragraph of the email, in saying that me not going to you was based on me following the lead of your organization. I was anticipating there to be a later conversation because I wasn't I nobody said nothing and on none of the paperwork that I signed in the contract between us specifies a payment plan or a payment date it just asks you how many days and how long of the days you want how many hours during those days you want that's all it gives you okay so there's that and then I concluded the email with saying to her and giving her very, very detailed, specific, defined, un, undisputed, non-misunderstanding instructions. I specified what date, what account, how much of the account, because on the accounts that you can set up for the auto pay, it can be, if you have more than one banking account on the on. Your prime, if you have more than one financial institution on your account for that's that's set up for the auto pay, then you can do a percentage. Like if I have four up there, I can have 25% taken out of each account when it's time for it to be when it's time for it to be withdrawn. So at the time I had one, then I decided to add two and I had wanted 25% to be taken out of one account and then 75% to be taken out of the secondary account. And I specified what days, okay? And then she comes back and she tells me, oh, well, it's only taken out on Mondays. Okay, well, why wouldn't you not tell me that as you're giving me the schedule? So do you, just pause for a second. Do you see what I'm saying, y'all? Do you see what I'm saying when it comes to communication? Had this woman given me everything I needed to know, we wouldn't be having this conversation after the fact. Because what if I felt so intimidated by this woman and her telling me that I didn't have the money and her not telling me that I had a third transaction coming out of my account and her telling me that it was it was set up without my authorization for money to be deducted from my account every week on the same day and for her not telling me the actual schedule of um the Mondays and things like that by her not telling me none of this and if I had feeling had I felt intimidated by her I would have just been giving her money I would have paid the money of the non-sufficient funds then I would have had to pay all the late fees Extra money that I didn't even cause to create this chaos. That I didn't cause. How are you the director of the organization? You don't communicate very well. And then yet you want to put it on the per- on the other person? When you have, you have the power to all the information. Get, I, I can't y'all. I can't. I was so, I was so tired yesterday i was so tired okay so to to finish up the story i i went ahead and then she she emails me back and tells me it's only done on these specific mondays blah 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 
So my mom and I just came to the conclusion like, look, this is what we finna do. I said in the email to make this a lot more, more, even more simple. And with, so that we have no more confusion and no more misunderstandings. Just take 100% bi-weekly out of this account on that specific Monday. That's it. And since you have the power to do that, please do. And left it at that. Do you know, once I started CCing part of these emails to my mother. Because see, here's the thing. My mama does a lot of stuff, y'all. She do a lot of stuff. But I find it, I found it interesting that this woman started changing up her tone and how she was communicating with me through email once I started CCing the conversations back to her. Because, you know, even when you CC, you, they, they see the thread of the conversation. So she don't know who, who that name is because the, the, it doesn't say, you know, it just, it just said my mom's email address can give you a different perception of who she actually is. Like, it, you can't tell that it's my mother, if that makes sense. It could be anyone at that state. So, telling y'all all of that story, to simply say this, it can be really exhausting to communicate with someone who don't know how to communicate. And sometimes you have to overthink for people. And sometimes it can be so challenging that it can definitely wear on you mentally and emotionally and depending on the person spiritually too. So make sure that you give yourself some permission to kind of reflect and decompress after dealing with a person like that. And not carry that energy in with the next person or with the next scenario or the next activity that you're getting ready to do. Because that energy can can just linger and linger and linger. And you don't want it to, you don't want to do that. And I also want to say that communication is so important. Being transparent and providing enough information so somebody can make the best decision possible is so important. It's so important. And and for a lesson for myself, I got out of that lesson is that even though I, I read all the contracts and even though I approved of the the two transactions and everything. I should have followed up and simply just said, is there anything else I need to know? Because by doing, by saying that, as simple as a question as that is to ask somebody, to say to, say to them, is there anything else I need to know? Or is there any other information I need to know before I move forward? Or um, have we forgotten to discuss anything in regards to you know, the topic, the contract, the decision, the deal, whatever it is that you're discussing. Because 
it's it 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 covers you. It covers you. It covers you to the point where they can't then later say, well, you never asked. You never inquired. You never requested. You never came back. You know what I mean? It 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 cuts that part out. It cuts that part out. So that was definitely a reminder for me because when I saw that part, that, li that line in the email that that woman sent back to me, that was when I knew I had to, in my reply, be very thorough and defined and, and, and specific. So that then, especially because it's a paper trail, and if her regional office ever wants to look at that paper trail and look at that conversation, it can show how disrespectful she was in the beginning but how I stayed monotone in everything I said to her. And I was very respectful. I was very clear. I acknowledged that in, in one aspect, I did play a part as far as not asking for more information. However, she played a bigger part in being the director, being in charge of the accounting, and not providing full disclosure of information so that I can make the best decision so that we don't have any confusion, which transpired yesterday. Because at the end of the day, take away all the details that happened in between. At the end of the day, had she had provided everything that she provided to me after the fact, none of what happened yesterday would have happened. None of it. None of it. Like, it's it's just amazing to me. So, I just want to encourage y'all to be better communicative with the people you deal with, especially in business. Be transparent. Do not practice the work ethic or the work practices of the bait and switch. Don't do that. Don't. Because you you just might come across the wrong person in doing that. And it could it could be more it could be more harmful to your brand and your business and your reputation over anything. Over anything. And and also at the end of the day, it's it's morally wrong. It's just wrong. Just don't do it. Don't do a bait and switch. Be transparent. Tell your client, tell your customer, tell, you know, whoever you're dealing with. Tell them up front what's going on. Be honest. Be honest. Just be honest. It's enough people in this world that lie already. Don't add to the problem. Don't add to it. Just really don't add to it. You might be missing out on something by doing that. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. So that's all I got for y'all right now. I know this is a little bit longer one, but <coughs> excuse me. It was on communication. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Leave me a message. Tell me what y'all think. And follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Halani's. What else am I on? There's another site called Alignable. Follow me on LinkedIn. Like, I'm kind of all over the place. Now, I might not post every day, but I am all over the pe all over the place. And I do post. So, that's why if you follow me, you won't miss nothing. <laughs> all right. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye.